Hi there. My name is Billy Oliver. I live in Sugar Hill with my wife, Jana, and my son, Dylan. I work at Atlanta Outpatient Surgery Center. I've been there for 25 years. I've known Donna since the early 70s. We used to play basketball in my driveway. And here's Caddy and Donna with my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, okay, you know how I had my successful Left on Red campaign? It, it, to this day, it continues, and that was one of the first podcasts that we ever had. Yes, and so uh, millions, I'm not exaggerating here, millions have of people. Have been ticketed for turning left on no, red? No, 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 Millions of people are participating. I have not had to bail anyone out of jail. I think the campaign is going swimmingly, so it's time to launch a new one, which I'm doing today. And this campaign has nothing to do with breaking the law. This is about bettering yourself, okay? So my campaign is I'm launching the one-for-one one campaign, okay? Let me write that down. One-for-one. One. And you can, and the way I'd like for that to look on a t-shirt is a one <laughs> Four one. I okay. see. Okay, numerical. Yes, Numerically. One four one. So here's what I'm doing, and you can join it's like in. Like Peachtree Parkway. Something like in that. South Forsyth, one forty one. Exactly. Something like that. So, what I am doing is, you know how you take steps and you say, okay, I'm going to work out. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to eat better. I'm not going to drink sodas. I'm going to, you know, do all these different things. So. I have decided because Charlotte is back in school and I'm back. We share carpool with, thank goodness, with another parent. So I'm only going once a day. But in other times when I would like line up in carpool, I would just sit and aimlessly scroll through social media. So I am now, I have a book downloaded on my phone. And so I'm reading my book. So anywhere that I have extra time or I'm just not, you know, doing something for whatever reason, I am reading my book. I'm not reading 10 books. I have 10 books on my nightstand, but I'm reading a book, one book. And I love to read. It's not like I need to be forced to read. It's just every time I I, I read something and then I'll hear about another book coming out. So I'm reading like four different things at one time. So I'm not committing. I'm also maybe going to try to walk more, exercise more, drink less sodas, but that's not my commitment. So I'm doing one thing for one month. Okay. Oh, is yeah. this original? Yes. That's good, Donna. Thank you. So I think that's the problem when you, you know, things are kind of shifting a little bit in some people's lives, like kids, whether they're in school or virtual, they're kind of back in their rhythm. And, and I know a lot of us as parents have thought, okay, I'm going to reset when they reset, you know? And so I thought, okay, with Charlotte going back, you know, there's all these things I want to do. Like there's this great park near her school. I need to on the way back, stop and walk. That's great if that happens. But what I'm committing is to doing one thing for one month so that it's like really simple and easy to do. All the other noise rolling around in your head, you can do that stuff too. And listen, if you're like super ambitious, you can do a 10 for one. You know, that, but that's not the campaign. The campaign is one for one. Hashtag one for one. Hashtag one for one. So what is going, what would you do? What would uh, you? Well, I mean, I had no idea. This, we were, well, what are you going to do? Well, give me, give me, give me a little bit. I, I don't think you need it. It's just one thing. Just pull. What are you going to do? I can't. I can't. I can't. Give me. I have to have time for something like this. We didn't. We didn't discuss this. But is there just like one thing you want to work on? I think this is a loaded question. Okay, it is I not. Do. I think at the, all. the whole purpose of this conversation was it's a loaded question. My one for one is going to be um, giving more attention to my beautiful wife. Okay, well that's a great one, but that wasn't what this was about. That was that noise of me falling. That was down. my tennis shoe squeaking. Um, anyway. <laughs> You do whatever you want. No, I love the campaign. I don't mean to fact, put you on the listen, spot. No, I was going to say, with that nugget, that's so good and that's so powerful, I think we can call it an episode. Like, nothing that I have prepared is going to come anywhere near close as that. Oh. Well, I just think sometimes, like, I know for me, I get very, like, you get really in your head. And I have rampant ADD. And I don't say that lightly. I don't say no, it you jokingly. Do. You do. No, I, no, I you have do. it. You and do. And I've had it. I have never known anyone in my life to have this debilitating disease as much as you do yeah no and I, and I don't take it I was undiagnosed as a child I was successful in spite of it are we on medicine no yeah nope but you know what I, so my thing is I I like to work on a lot of different projects but I think I get frustrated because I feel like I'm not achieving anything so 
this is one my thing. One. It's one for one. And we'll see how it goes. One thing for one month. Yeah. And and that right. one thing, by the way, could be just trying to um, engage more, not roll your eyes so much at your kids. I mean, I'm serious. It could be something that's not minor, but it seems minor. Or it could be something, again, as ambitious. And listen, my one for one after this month may end up being scaling Everest if you listen to the last pod. Mm. So. Mount Pikachu. Pikachu, yeah. <laughs> Isn't he, he, somebody told me he was a Pokemon character. He is, Donna. It's not Mount it's Pikachu. It's Macha Piku. Something like that, but it's not Pikachu. Mount Pikachu. Well. All right. On your way here today, we are in Alpharetta, Georgia, which is a suburb of the city of Atlanta. We're about 30 miles north of downtown. It's Caddy and Donna. If you're near the pod, welcome. We have three kids you hear us talk about all the time. Our son, Will's 21. Our daughter, Olivia, 17, a junior in high school and our youngest daughter Charlotte is 14 and she's a freshman in high school and we have five animals yes <laughs> and I open the door daily hoping one of the cats will just make a run for it yes and it doesn't seem to happen and I'll say that if I were a cat in our house I, I would not run either no I wouldn't either animals in our house are treated better than Ugh. yeah all well, right that's a so good thing. to the Appa Media Group today a 10 minute drive from our home what were you listening to? What were you jamming to? So I was listening to a new song. It's by um, Brothers Osborne, and it's called Hating Somebody. And it's off. They have a new album coming out. Um, I think, is it October, I believe? And it's yep. called Skeletons. And I love the Brothers Osborne. They are brothers. Um, you know, sometimes like people name their bands crazy stuff, and they're actually not what they are. But they're actually brothers. And it's TJ and John. And they're really cool guys. They're from Deal, Maryland. Deal, Maryland. I bet there was just like, I think they're just good old boys you know what I mean and we've met them before um, and they're just really cool they are um, a lot of fun I think they write almost everything themselves I know they they work with other songwriters but they're just so creative and they're kind of classified as that like southern rock outlaw country but it, I don't think I don't really think of them that way I think of them as like I don't even want to say new country because the sound is so deep rooted in country but it's modern you know what I mean I hate the word new country because I think that's all that bro band kind of stuff. This is really just like a new spin on like traditional country. Um, and I will tell you this. I think they're very underrated. You know, we talk about bands and, and groups and songwriters and performers who are underrated all the time. And again, just my personal opinion. But they are they need to be nominated for so much more than they are. And, and they're road warriors, too. When people were traveling, they were on the road all the time. And they people love to take them out on the road. Like, Dirks took them out for a while. They're, I mean, I think they're just a lot of fun. And they're just, you know, good people. You know their hits, uh, It Ain't My Fault, Stay a Little Longer, Shoot Me Straight, was a, a release in Brothers Osborne. And October 9th, I looked, is the date that their album hits. Yeah, so Hating Somebody. It's a great song. Great I'm, song for the times. I'm going to add to the now over eight-hour Spotify Hype Song playlist an act that has never made an appearance on, on the, the playlist. playlist. Oh, okay. Drum roll, please. BTS. Oh, boy. Okay. BTS, I, I, I'm afraid that I may not describe them politically correctly. It's like a K-pop group. And if you don't know what K-pop is. Yeah, that's um, not how I would. Okay. Well, I mean, and there's the there's them, BTS, and then there's a girl group called Blackpink that is amazing. And both of these groups, think of like um like boy bands and girl bands, but um they are a lot of their stuff has not there hasn't been in English. South Pacific. No, they're from they're Korean K pop. Is that Asia? Oh boy. Girl. Yes. Is it <laughs> they're So can we say that they're Okay. They're Asian. They're Korean. Okay. Okay. All it's right. a Korean K-pop group. So for the first time in their career, they have released a song in all English. Right. Which is a huge thing. It is. And the name of the song is Dynamite. And we're going to add it to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. I paid 69 cents for it today on iTunes. How was it? You don't have. It's, it's actually, it's pretty catchy. Yeah. I have never listened to a BTS song in my life. I am exposed to them through the kids. Yeah, our kids were not like huge K-poppers, but I, I think they're fascinating. Like anytime they've been on, um, they do a lot of like morning show appearances and then they were on like the um, Rock and Eve thing. Yeah. And I swear if you watch them on TV, you can't stop watching them because there's a lot of them. First of all, there's like, 
I don't even know how many are everybody's gonna be screaming us because everybody knows the facts about the BTS guys, like everything about them. But I mean, there's like six or seven in the group. And they're all super talented. And they do these dance moves. And I mean, it is unbelievable. And the fascinating thing that this song was released in like English is the the Korean, all the Korean versions that they've released before in Blackpink, it has not stopped them from having an American fan base. You know, I don't know if these kids even know like what they're saying. Well, it's funny. They name check King Kong and LeBron. Oh, I love that. In the first, well, it's LeBron. LeBron James. But yeah. they, they name check those two in the first. Uh, King James. In the first verse, which are both huge Americana yeah. references, both of them, I would I, Oh, I would and say. like if you go and they've played a couple of times, um, well, I think I think BTS has played at Phillips Arena. I know Blackpink played at um, the Gwinnett Arena. The, like these kids are sobbing, sobbing, like crying when they come out on stage. Like thank you with... Um, who was your group? Like mine was David Cassidy or like Sean Cassidy. That's how old I am. Who did you cry for? Was there ever a band you cried for? A band? For? Yeah. No. No. That didn't like you wouldn't like cry because you were so excited to see them? No. Okay. No. All right. So the song Dynamite from BTS hits YouTube at midnight, the day of the release, and in 20 minutes has a record smashing 20 million views. Goodness gracious. No, I'm wrong. Okay. In 20 minutes, they had 10 million views. Okay, that's still good. In 40 minutes, they had 20 million views. Gosh. That's crazy. Think about that for a minute. Well, it's all these kids that are home, and they're not in school. They're just downloading, 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 you know? So I add those two songs to the Spotify Hypes on Playlist. Uh, it is free for like me. You can get a premium subscription, and you don't have a list of commercials, but no one will share their username and password for me or with me. So I, I get six skips a day. And that's it. And I hear commercials about every third song. <laughs> yes. But it's a compliment to the podcast. And every single hype song that we've ever talked about at the top of every episode is part of the Spotify hype song playlist. Um, I recently added Morgan Wallen and a song called Seven Summers. It set a new first day record for a country song with the most streams ever on Apple Music. I knew that song was going to do really well. Wow. I know. Think of the country songs, even in the modern era with Apple iTunes and Apple Music that have come through. And Seven Summers sets a new first day record. Also broke the first day record in Spotify history for a country song by a solo artist. I think he got that push from TikTok, don't you? Uh, It would be tough to argue that he didn't because that's where it all began. You know, there was a clip that was released for the TikTok trend, a quick line from the song. And uh, no one had ever really heard the entire song before. Right. Until it released uh, about two weeks ago. Yeah. And with that hashtag, then everyone just goes and looks up the song. You know, what is that song? Right. Someone asked me the other day, what is it, what is our, the name of our, they were like, how do I find your Spotify playlist? It's really easy. You just put in Caddy and Donna's hype song playlist. And H-Y-P it comes up. Yeah. pops right up. Yep. We by Apple are classified as a music podcast. We argue that and say that we're semi-music. Mm-hmm. But we always like to have quick conversations about some things involving music that uh, are in the news. The Academy of Country Music, the ACMs, announced their new artist winners. Uh, this is something that is exclusive to the ACMs. Um, they decided a long time ago to divide up the new artist category into male, female, and duo or group. Hmm. The CMAs, in contrast, have just best new artist. And that could be anything. Right. Could be any of the three. Right. So... Your new artist female winner is an artist named Tanil Towns. Tanil Towns, T-O-W-N-E-S. She's a Canadian artist. She had a, a song that was released to country radio. It was called Somebody's Daughter. Didn't crack the top 30 on country radio. Um, and her debut album, Lemonade Stand, has just been released by her label, which is Sony Nashville. I was a little surprised. Very happy for her, yeah. but very surprised. Here's why. In that category, you would also find Gabby Barrett, the number one hit, multi-number one hit, uh, hit called I Hope, and Ingrid Andrus. Who's getting a lot. She's kind of like a little country music darling right now. Lindsay L. was in the category, as was Kaylee Hammock. No question, the strongest overall lineup that this category has seen in years. Which is encouraging into itself because, you know, that was the big push in country music was to get more female artists 
and get them played more. The male new artist of the year is Riley Green. I don't get that. What? I don't. I love Riley Green. I do too. But I mean, he talk about a category. He was up against Morgan Wallen, who we're just talking about. Who He's going to wind up getting male vocalist of the year, I bet. Morgan Wallen? Yeah. Th- these, by, these two awards, Keith Urban actually surprised both Tennille and Riley on a Zoom call um, to announce that they had each won. There will be no other reveals until the show, which is uh, coming up from Nashville on soon. Here's what I find September interesting. 16th. So, yeah, but so so Raleigh Green was up against Morgan Wallen, Jordan Davis, Russell Dickerson, and Cody Johnson. I always think these categories are so interesting, who ends up in what's considered a new artist. But here's the best thing. There was no duo given out because there was no du- there's no duos. That well, the, the duo or group category. That they duo or group. felt like qualified for the new artist? Yeah, that's what the ACM say. I've been thinking, I think we should, we should, you and I should be a duo. And what we'll do is we'll just re-record everyone else's songs. <laughs> like famous. Where would you start? I don't, I, what song? Uh, probably what? Islands in the Stream. I think that's a little hanging fruit. Okay, Go what, deeper. What about um, Tom Petty and what was it's that? It's a country or, or country. I know, but duo. I have always said. Oh, that, you mean cover any artist of any genre? Yeah, I've okay. always said, I think Tim McGraw and Faith Hill should cover um, Stop Dragging My Heart Around. Do you remember that that cover with um, Tom Petty? And I, I can't remember who the female was. All right. Somebody's yelling that out. But anyway, so, I mean, I think we've got to run. we got a good run. We could go for it. All right. ACM, their official statement was, quote, no eligible artists in the duo group category crazy which is strange it uh, is strange riley green his hits include there was this girl i wish grandpa's never died um and i what yeah i don't get it and i added abby to the spotify playlist a long time ago which is an album cut that i really yeah wow is it you use your skip on abby from no, abby is isn't that, wasn't that someone else no it's travis denning we're not talking about travis oh denning gosh. oh my gosh that's why we are a semi-music podcast <laughs> see See, you've been thinking Riley Green's so great the whole time. It's no, actually Travis I, I Denning. Like Riley Green. It's actually Travis Denning. He's from Jackson. I think it's Jacksonville, Alabama. And uh, the first station in America to play his first song was the station that I worked for, for or worked on or worked with for 26 years. And the joke was Riley Green's home in Alabama was 101.5 miles away from the studio. And it was. It was like 100. Oh, that's cool. And even 100 miles, but that was... I mean, I don't have anything against him. I just don't... I don't understand that category. All right. What else we got for music? Anything? I think that's it. All right. There is a Netflix executive that recently said the original Netflix sounder that you hear when you start a new show... Is it just me? Listen, when I start a new show, I turn the volume down when that comes on because I don't want anybody else in the house to know that I'm watching another episode after I've been there for eight hours binge watching. I'm sure that's Last people. Chance You or yeah. Shit's Creek, yeah. which I finished. That's people like you who've watched like every episode of The Office or West Wing and you just lay in state in Madam your bed Secretary. for like months. Breaking on Bad. End. Remember when I did Breaking Bad? Yes, I do. But I turn it down because I don't want you, and then I turn it right back up because I don't want you to go like hear it somewhere in the house. But oh my god, how can you watch it? Which I guess you may, maybe you do. It's not. I'll tell you, what, like with those things, it's not really the sounder; it's the opening music. Like I love Shit's Creek, but the opening music to Shit's Creek sounds like a carnival ride. Our seventeen-year-old daughter Olivia calls it the the clown music. The clown music. She goes, "Oh my gosh, Dad's still listening boom, to that boom, clown music boom, show." Boom, boom. It's got the tuba. <laughs> yeah, and it was the same with The Office. So this Netflix official came clean and said that originally that was not the sound that you were going to hear every time that you opened a Netflix show. It, you ready? It was I'm going ready. to be the sound. Oh, I love that. A little goat. <laughs> I love that so much more. The other music is kind of scary. But do you, can you imagine if the Netflix sounder or stab was, was a goat? Every time you hit like play it. on Netflix... Can we hear it again? You would actually hear a goat. Come oh, on. I love that. I think it's kind of cute. Did you know that um, Tesla has different horns at different times? That I guess you can download, and one of their most popular ones is a goat. 
I didn't know that. And then Olivia told me, our 17-year-old told me that one of the sounders was a um, a jingle bell. Like for Christmas time? Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine getting Would behind Would you get somebody? out of the way for a jingle bell? No, but I'd get out of the way for a goat. Absolutely. So I decided that we're going to play a little game. I love a game. And you can play along as you listen to the podcast. I'm going to share with you one, two, three, four, five, six different sounders or stabs from particular TV shows. Okay, I am all here for this. You know how much I love a game. You're very competitive. Very competitive. Like to the point that friends will not invite us to play games because I have probably made an ass out of myself before playing a game. I'm very competitive. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. Okay. Is I, it me against you? No, I know them all. I have them here in my notes. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah, no, it's just you. Okay. Play with yourself. All right. Here comes number one. Is that Kinko's? <laughs> Kinko's. No. Oh, that's UPS? No, Donna. Intel. Oh, okay, yes. The computer Yes, company. I knew it, but I couldn't think of it. Okay. All right. Here is... Sounder number two. That's Dateline. It's not Dateline. What is that? Law and Order. Oh, okay. I don't think you're enjoying the game. No, I actually am, but I thought they were companies. Like, is Intel's Law a company. That was a TV show. Okay. It's, it's, right, it's, 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 it's a cornucopia of sounds, I love Don. it. I'm trying my hardest. Sounder number three. <laughs> That's the the movie, the movie theater people. Uh, I would say Lionsgate because it's a lion, but it's not Lionsgate. It's uh, 20th Century Fox. I don't know. What is it? MGM. MGM, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Like before the Wizard of Oz. Here is uh, your next sounder. Let me hear that again, Carl. Come on. That's like 1-800-I'm-serving-a-warrant or something. Like that person's knocking like on the your general, door. The general. <laughs> yeah. Insurance. Knocking on the door. Call 1-800-GENERAL now. One more time, Carl. What is that? What is it? Give me the answer. It's an LA-based 30-minute entertainment show that's carried here locally on Fox 5. Three initials. Oh, oh. Um, Harvey Levin TMZ. Very well done, Donna. Thank you. Well played. All right. Here's your next sounder. <laughs> Okay, I know this one. This is that show, <laughs> the police show um, from a long time ago. Oh, what was it called? The police show from a long time ago. Dragnet. Yes. Yes. Well done, Donna. Thank you. All right, that wraps it up. Oh, I love playing games. Can we play games from all the time? Sure. I love games. Oh, I love a game. But imagine firing up your Netflix later and hearing a goat rather than their signature sound effect. I love it. All right. I am part of the 10%. And I'm proud to be part of the 10%. I've always been part of the 10%. The 10% of Americans that say, you know what? I actually enjoy cooking. I think I'm part of the 90. No, you are. Yeah. You are. Not knowing where to start makes things pretty stressful. Because you can be overwhelmed when you cook. Especially if you've got kids running around your legs. And you got dogs in the kitchen. And you're trying to... Here's and even as one of the ten percent who loves to cook and is very good at it, timing everything out to be done at the precise time is nearly difficult. It's, difficult. it's nearly impossible for me. I just I, I can never do it. Something always finishes before you thought it would, or whatever the case may be. But we're home a lot now, uh, more these days, so we think it's time to put the joy back in cooking. And when you go to the grocery store, do you find yourself standing in the grocery store aisle and just staring? At the shelves. All the time. Or opening up the freezer section and letting it, you're like, oh my gosh, this entire freezer is going to defrost. I've had the door open so long. All the time. Dinner or fair meals, you're going to love them or you get your money back guaranteed. The official meal kit for families. Tonight, before we came here to the studio today, I pulled out chicken piccata. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything comes in an individual bag. You have your, your chicken breasts, your flour mixture. Uh, there's a, a butter mixture too that you use, and everything comes in individual bags. And you for defrost that, it, and, and it, this one, this chicken piccata, is a, we love this dish from Dinner Affair. Five steps. And for that dinner, Six, we'll just do some. Serves off 
Sir Salsa over chicken is number seven. So. And for that dinner, we'll just do some um, angel hair pasta on the side. I mean, that's the thing, too. People ask all the time, like, well, what comes with it? And it's like they do have sides. Dinner Affair is starting to do a few more sides. Um, they brought the, a few back. But you don't you don't even need to do that. If you don't want to order sides and you just want to order your proteins, we do like a simple salad sometimes. We do, you know, corn on the cob. We'll do um, Brussels sprouts. Just, I mean, it's it's one side. The days of doing... And having the time to do a dinner with four different sides are over. $30 off your first order. Regardless of the meal package that you buy and the size of your family or friends or just you, you can, there's a two serving meal package. Yes. 15 meals when you use a $30 off caddy promo code under $100. Which is amazing. You can't even go to the grocery store for that. The menu changes every month, and for September, there are some uh, some great, great dinners that are also, uh, now with Dinner Fair, you have the option of either choosing a side, or they will pair them for you. For instance, Donna, Dinner Affair this month on the September menu, you can have your blackened chicken tacos with Chipotle Ranch paired by the chefs at Dinner Affair. I love it. You get Mexican street corn, cilantro, lime rice. I mean, and I have to tell you that tenderloin, that Asian, we talk about the Asian tenderloin all the time as if we're in love with it. And we are. You cooked it on the grill. It was so good. You can cook that particular dish in the oven or on the grill. You can put your own spin on these meals, too, that come directly to your home. Contactless delivery. And they ship nationwide as well. Dinneraffair.com. Dinner, A-F-A-R-E.com. The official meal kits for family and uh, for 16 years now stephanie and her husband ken have been uh, in charge of dinner affair and they do uh, unbelievable meals and we've been fans and clients for years and they are another locally owned company all right 1-800-HURT-911 that is the number that you call if you want one-stop shopping after a car accident Hear me out here. When you dial 1-800-HURT-911 after you dial 911 call, it's a 911 call, but then it becomes a HURT-911 call. They're going to pair you with a doctor who is going to get you back on track with your body. They're also going to provide you with a top-shelf attorney, a team of elite lawyers and doctors with offices and clinics across Georgia. You get both. The Hurt 911 Injury Group's top priority is helping those who have been injured in a car accident get the medical treatment and documentation needed to receive what, what? The maximum compensation. The biggest payout you can get for your personal injury claim. 1-800-HURT-911. That is the number. 1-800-HURT-911. So we were talking the other day, you know, in the mornings when Charlotte's getting ready, she's back in school, which is a good thing. Um... And they've done a great job with keeping these kids safe. And so far, it seems to be going really well. Um, But the one thing we always have to have to remind her of every day is, do do you have your mask? Do you have your mask? And so she, um, I'm like, make sure you have, you know, have you have your lunchbox? Do you have your mask? Do you have all that? So she's telling me the day, the thing about the mask is, she has this really cute like mask that you wear all the time, but she wants to wear those I have this box that I got from the Home Depot of like the blue kind of, they look like surgical masks. You know what I mean? And so she wants to take one of those every day. And I'm like, what are you doing with these masks? Are you recycling them? Because if you throw them away, we just got into this huge discussion about like, where do all these masks go? Like, this is another thing that's ending up at the landfill all the time. And do you know what she said to me? I don't. You have to cut the strings. You know, the white string that goes mm-hmm. around your ear. You have to cut those off. Guess why? turtles exactly really? i mean yes. that's that just a and i said how what, did i know that yes and ducks and stuff i said all leads rode back to turtles it, all, all read it seems like it lead back to turtles. but i said to her i said this is like when daddy and i were growing up and what did you have to do you your dad you saw your dad and his six-pack of course light he had to the ring he had to cut up well my parents weren't doing it but i was like insisting that i would like do it because they were my, they, my honestly, dad my, wasn't my gonna do it doing it either. no nobody's parents were because back then parents didn't patronize their kids they were like if we told our parents we have to cut these little plastic rings up because of the ducks they'd be like what you know like they're not doing that but we were we're up there cutting, cutting, how, cutting, how many people do you think today are cutting the strings off of their masks well i hope I, now I, that, i've never seen i don't know before. but i said to her i said where did you find this out do you know what she said school no t squared I, what's that? I said, is that some new 
uh, news channel or something for kids. No, T-squared is TikTok. T-squared. Uh, I should know that. Mm-hmm. T-squared is where she learned that. Mm-hmm. Is there scientific research to back this up? I mean, I'm sure there is because I can imagine that like if all this stuff went into a landfill and then it got in the water system. I mean, think about it. Like those little hooks would get hooked on rocks and little duck feet. Can you imagine a little duck swimming around with that on his feet or a turtle? So I'm sort of putting this out. There's a PSA, but add that to your list of things. If you're a parent right now (laughs) that you need to do that, you need to do aside from yourself aware. Yeah, aside from keeping technology running, passwords going, doing your job, cooking dinner, you need to be cutting, cutting the little ear things off the masks. Mask shaming has become something that schools are having to deal with right now with kids going back to school and certain school systems mandating masks while in face to face learning. But others saying, while we strongly encourage it, we don't require it. So what the schools are learning and what you maybe are hearing from your kids after they come home for school is I got into an argument with my friend Jesse today because he said his parents said, yeah, and we'll get right there to that. He said his parents said that you shouldn't be wearing a mask. Masks don't help. So what it becomes is these kids hear what mom and dad think about everything, but particularly about masking up right now. We're going back to school and they take their mother and father's beliefs into school. Yeah. Well, and I think it goes so far that with um, Charlotte's school, they actually put out a, an email prior to them going back to school that said they would not allow kids to be basically be, be arguing political viewpoints as it goes with masks because they, they, you know, they, they didn't want, they were requiring, the school requires it when they're in the hallway. When they're in class, they can take it off. But they did not want the day to be taken over with arguments over political viewpoints over masks. And you know what? I think in the first, I mean, there's always been, you know, certain conversations that kids have probably gone into school with during different times. And it is an election year and kids come in saying what they feel or don't feel or whatever. But I think this issue is probably more of a lightning rod than anything, because I think as kids, they have heard their parents speaking loudly one way or the other of how they feel. And this is different mask bullying, mask shaming. I think it's different than other types of bullying because um, this started as a response to political differences. Normally, bullying involves dominance and power dynamics. Insecurity. All of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is kind of in its own category right now. The threat of mask bullying. Kids putting each other down for wearing or not wearing a mask. There was a opinion piece in the New York Times uh, that was recently written by a mother who lives in Woodstock, Georgia. Her name is Alexis Boochholz, and I wanted to share just a just a couple of graphs with you, if you don't mind. It's a letter in the opinion section. Uh, a Georgia letter, uh, a Georgia parents, please stop the shaming. To the editor, I write as a parent of two students in the Cherokee County, Georgia school system. Our county and the entire state are under a microscope right now, as we are the first to go back to school. As I write this, we have two schools closed because of exposure to COVID nineteen, and other schools with students and staff in quarantine. My husband and I did not take this decision lightly about whether to send our children back to school or have them learn remotely. We talked about it for weeks on end, and I lost many nights of sleep over it. I chose face-to-face learning as I know that my children will thrive academically and socially in this environment. Today is day eight, and my kids are indeed thriving. I drive them to and from school each day. Every time I see um, there I see smiles beneath the mask teachers' faces, and every single child who walks out of that school is wearing a colorful mask. As parents, we know closing down may be inevitable, but my goodness, let's show each other some grace and unity and move forward in the situation together instead of judging and shaming one another. Our Board of Education had an impossible task. Its members had to make these decisions during unprecedented times in our history. This story is far from over as other schools begin to open across our state and the entire country. Alexis Buchholz in Woodstock, Georgia. 
Preach, Mama. I, I totally agree. I mean, you know, just having Charlotte back, she's only been back to school a week. Um, and it could all fall apart tomorrow. Or we could feel like, for whatever reason, it, it's not safe or the right place for her to be. But I will say, she is so happy. And to to have girls, two little girls, and they're not little girls, they're high school girls, but to have them in my car talking about friends they've made, what they ate for lunch, hanging out together, it is a nice respite from all the negativity in the world. And I know it may not last forever, and I know it's not for everyone. I, I know there are people listening right now that probably think you and I are crazy for sending her into a school. Um, they take their temperatures three times a day. I'm not saying it's perfect by any means, but I also think we need to start as adults letting kids be kids and removing all of this, all of our biases from their lives. You know, if they have to wear masks in order for them to um, socially sort of be around other kids, then if that's what it takes, then you know what, you may not believe it or agree with it, but if it helps these kids get back to some sense of normalcy, it's a good thing. And I just, I, I think that, you know, you have to remember they're little sponges. You know, I get, I get reminded of this all the time. And I know you do too. And you can laugh about it and you can think it's not true, but everything you do leaks down on them, you know, and, and they, it's kind of cool now because we have two girls who are on opposite ends of the political spectrum. And while we're not going to go into it, I applaud it because they're also very smart girls who they don't just repeat what you and I say, you know, they have, they've gone and done their own research and they have very strong feelings um, on both sides of the coin. And, and I encourage it. So I think sometimes don't be afraid to let your kids make their own decisions instead of always imparting the way you feel on them. This is how we think in this family. This is what we do in this family. You have to be really careful with that. You know, if it, listen, if it works for your family, go for it. But I will tell you in the long run, it is, I've seen it from having now a 21 year old and seeing two girls where they are now. It is so much better to let your kids come to their own feelings and thoughts. I struggled the day that Charlotte, our 14 year old daughter, ordered a Bernie flag on Amazon. I thought we were going to out him. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and put it on her wall in her bedroom. Yeah. But I also love the fact that she just didn't order the flag. She was able to tell me all about Bernie and what he stood for and why she believed in Bernie Sanders. Yep. And I had to grit my teeth a little bit. Well, but and that's okay. And when we've talked about it before, I had a couple people reach out to me and say, did you take all of her um, allowance and tell her now that you own the allowance and it's socialism? And that's not what this is about. People said that? Oh, yeah. I had a couple people jokingly, but they weren't joking. But that's not what this is about. What this thread and this conversation is about is allowing your children to think for themselves, investigate, research, and come up with their own thoughts and feelings. And guess what? Probably at the end, she she's of her, you know, as she becomes an adult and things change, you know, things changed for me, how I stood politically until, you know, I grew up and started working and had kids and, and they they still change to this day. But you're just not doing your kids any service to tell them this is where you should go to college. This is the team you have to root for. These are the you know, this is the way we think about other people. And, and you can fight it all you want, but they're individuals. And our job as parents is to raise free thinking individuals that are great members of society. So I'm, I'm happy with it. Melanie from Coming as a Pot Peep for this episode. She reached out, just wanted to wish the lovely Donna a happy belated birthday. I just love her and I hope she has a wonderful day. And then Melanie put a, a cake emoji. Yes. Can you ask her what she uses for her plantar, her foot pain, from the hemp pharmacy? Melanie from Coming even got the spelling right of hemp pharmacy, F-A-R-M-A-C-Y, which means the message is getting through, and we thank you, Melanie. Mine is acting up so bad, I need to find some pain relief. I totally feel her pain. Thank you. So I reached out to Melanie. And I said, I'm going to see Melanie this week. I reached out, and I said, listen, here's the deal. This is the product that she got. I can get you blank percent off. And she said, what? And I said, yeah. For a first-time order, call the Hemp Pharmacy, Winward Parkway, Alpharetta. Place your order, your entire order, get this percentage off, and I'll bring it to you in coming. She's like, you wouldn't do that. And I said, I will. As a matter of fact, I got to be in Gwinnett County tomorrow delivering 
for the hemp pharmacy. Uh, Melissa is another big listener of the podcast and, and, and also a big supporter in terrestrial radio for decades while I was there. Is that a sales going to Granite County? Mm-hmm. And maybe I shouldn't say what she does. Yeah. But does it matter? No, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. But she did the same thing. She placed an order. I said, let me get you this percentage off and I'll personally deliver it to you as your CBD concierge from the hemp pharmacy on Lindbergh Parkway in front of Home Depot. <laughs> they're so going to two days, two they're days have to give week, you like a Ford Fiesta or something. Two days this week, <laughs> like with a big old, like, Hemp CBD bud, yeah. Not hemp CBD bud, like on the top, like a roach, like a uh, the the people that spray for insects. Yes, yeah, like organ or something, like a gummy bear or something. Yeah. On top. <laughs> yes. Anyway, you're going to be on the road. I'm on the road to two days this week to a Forsyth County, Gwinnett County. I'll do the same for you. Reach out to me on direct message. Tell me what you're looking for. We'll talk about it. I'll tell you about this massive first purchase discount that you're eligible for, and I'll deliver it to you. And we have a neighbor, Sean, who unfortunately had a horrible bike accident and separated his shoulder. And he went to Hemp Pharmacy and got some tinctures, and um, he did score his free edible. But for sleeping, he is in so— 500-milligram CBD candy bar. No purchase necessary. He is in so much pain and has not been able to sleep. And he did not want to take a bunch of heavy opioid medicine. And so no matter where you stand on CBD products, um, I would, you know, I would encourage you if you're having any anxiety, sleeplessness, give it a try. Um, It's a lot. uh, Most all the product is all natural. And again, you can start with a very low dosage and just see how you do with it. It has helped my foot enormously. I will tell you there, I, I also have this little foot brace that I wear at night. Um, so it wasn't like it, I'm not sitting here saying it cured it in, in one use. That's not it at all. But when I feel it flaring up, I just roll my roll on on and it does help with the pain. Christy and Richard Roth, they live in Roswell and they own the hemp pharmacy in Alpharetta. And they provide reputable products that uphold the high standards of traceability, transparency, and consistency. And they can also speak with you about how CBD products can help you out, whether it's an edible, a topical, a tincture, or a smokable. All right? Reach out to me on social media. Send me a direct message, and uh, let's get you going here. And I'll personally deliver it to you, deliver it to you from uh, the Hemp Pharmacy in Alpharetta. Other pod peeps for this episode also include... Someone who writes, Donna, yes, all caps, yes, please have an even number of kids. I was one of three, and two of us always ganged up on the third. It's always that way. Recent conversation that we had. Um, the text continues, plus rides at Six Flags, Disney, et cetera. Even numbers are always better. You know, I was one of three, and we always had that. We would gang, My brother, Donald, and I, we would gang up on a net. We'd steal the remote from her television remote. We'd hide it. So she couldn't watch her TV shows and everything. Keith Petty is a pot peep for this episode of my second act. Um, Keith reached out on the text line. We went to high school together. He graduated two years before me with my sister, Jujina. Mm-hmm. And he was commenting about the conversation we had about the UGA mm. flyer. Yes. It <laughs> came out from the yes. Department of Health or whatever on campus. How to keep yourself safe during COVID. And remembering that you are your safest sex partner. Right. Love the pod. Me and Brandon Fisher talked about the story of Jane coming home to the party. We laughed so hard. I bet that I know Brandon was there, and I bet that Keith was probably there as well. We talked about probably the party, that, so. that rager, the that rager, at, when we were like <laughs> sophomores and seniors in high schools. Jujana and I. My son goes to App State. Keith writes, and we laughed a lot. Told him he had his safe sex talk. Oh, by listening to us, or I maybe sharing the flyer. Oh, from the okay, yes, Department of Health. Love that. Just do the right thing and wear a mask during sex, don't we all? Okay. Hey, Caddy and Donna, this is Josh from Covington. This one is more for Donna. I created a pet Facebook group a little over a year and a half ago called Tongues Out for What group. I love that. That's like Tongues Out for What. You know? Yeah. It's a pet Facebook group because all animals are welcome, not just dogs. Oh. So if you want to go somewhere other than TikTok to show Caddy cute animal pictures or videos that he's not interested in, you can always go there. Hope all is well. Uh, with you and your family, love listening to the podcast, especially while I'm in the work uh, or at work. I'm a truck driver, so it definitely helps me on my trips. Love y'all. So thank you, Josh and Covington. I am absolutely going there, Josh. Tongues out for what? Tongues out for what? I love the fact that like he is an all, it's all access for all animals. It's not just puppy dogs. I bet he's got some goats, some turtles, maybe a ferret. I love it. You can reach out via text or email. Come straight to my phone. Please include your name and city so we can uh, give you a proper pod peep salute. The number, I'll share it with you twice, 770-464-6024, 770-464-6024. I want to check real quick here. I don't okay, want to run this segment here we go. so you don't mm-hmm. get any messages. 
in real time. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. And no. Okay. This is a very depressing segment. I want to, we've got to get rid of this segment. I mean, you know, like, I don't think we should scroll live. It makes it sound like nobody wants to talk to us. But we just had four great pod peeps. <laughs> I know. But we've it, had five, we've had six pod peeps this episode. I People know, have it, reached it, out, it, whether on social media. I know, but it makes me down on the dumps when like you check it live and like nobody's, <laughs> nobody's on there. Occasionally we get one. Yeah. You're wanting to make some changes in the bedroom and I'm very excited about this. Not what you're thinking. What? Was, that, was, that a, was that a headline tease or what? Not what you're thinking. Uh-huh. You're thinking about chain mixing up some furniture and you have yes. found and I've looked at pictures and I'll tell you it's beautiful and I would I would I would sleep in it. Okay. Um well talk yeah. about this particular bedroom. Well, it's like a farmhouse bed. It's just really cool. You know, the trend right now is to have really simple pieces of furniture and they call it sometimes it's like farmhouse where it's distressed wood or it's more of a whitewash. And, you know, sometimes your house gets kind of like in a phase. Like I used to joke with people with our furniture that I knew exactly when our oldest went into private school. Because there's just no extra money around to kind of change things up. So, you know, you you need um, sometimes when you're looking around, you're like, OK, I'm just going to change up one thing like we've talked about to sort of get more of a modern look going on. So um, that's the great thing about gallery furniture. We talk a lot about recliners and couches and those types of things. But they have also really cool, clean, modern furniture for that farmhouse look. They've posted pictures and I know we have two of just a, a really pretty dining room set um, kitchen table that was just like almost like a, a farmhouse table and same thing with this bed so if you're looking to kind of give your your rooms an update and again you don't have tons of money to completely redo a room hire a decorator do all that go up there and just talk to Marilyn talk to Donna talk to Shane and they'll help you kind of start with one piece and, and with one piece you can sort of start Redoing. Start with a nightstand, yeah, because it's not going to match your other furniture, and you'll be forced, yeah, to upgrade everything at some point after you're able, you know, when you're ready. Yeah, and we've talked about like matchy matchy used to be really popular. You would go and you know the big box retailer, you would go and buy a room. Well, that's not the way anymore. So, um, just you know, it's okay to add in one or two pieces with what you already have there because that's kind of the style now. You don't have to have two nightstands with two lamps and a bed in the middle. You know, so start small. And work your way up. And and again, you can go up there and see Donna and them, and they'll help you build your room. Great people. I've seen a lot of sectionals. Beautiful, large sectionals. Like the, you know, when you're watching TV with the family or you're doing whatever you do with the family and you're in the family room, you want everybody to have a good, nice, comfortable seat and some huge sectionals. Yeah, and we're available. all spending so much time now at home with our families. So you want to, really want to make a comfortable space where everybody can kind of, get together and watch TV and hang out. We like you love to support local businesses. You remember Ask the Wolfman, a campaign for decades here in Atlanta. Ask for Donna. And now Ask for Donna's daughter, Marilyn, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville, Gallery Furniture. They have financing too. And uh, brand name stuff at greatly reduced prices over some of the big box retailers. Tell us about Billy Oliver. Mm, so Billy Oliver entered yeah, the entered pod. The show, yeah. yeah, he entered the pod. He is a huge listener. Um, and first I'm going to tell you about Billy and then I'll tell you how I know Billy. So Billy is married to Jana, who is a speech pathologist at West Hall High School. And their son, Dylan, is actually training at North Georgia Nursing Academy to be an advanced EMT. He wants to even go in and be a firefighter. So, again, love those people, those little hometown heroes that are working to do that. Um, Billy is a surgical technician in materials tech, and he just got his 25-year company pin, which is, I mean, that's no small that's feat. Nice. Congratulations, Billy. Yeah, hopefully now, you know, what happened to you after 25, 26 years. But hopefully that doesn't happen to Billy. <laughs> but I mean, it's great that he got well, Disney, his pin. Worked for Disney. Disney used to, you Yeah, know, they listen, gave out pins. Disney was very good about that. And got a Jiminy Cricket. I got a Jiminy Cricket, which was unheard of back in the day. And that was just 10 years of service to Disney. Nobody got a Jiminy Cricket because that, that meant you've been there a long time. So, but Billy um, got his 25-year pin for Atlanta. He works at Atlanta Outpatient Surgery Center in Sandy Springs. He listens on the day of upload. He's just so positive. And he always um, sends me really sweet text about, you know, things that we say in the pod and all that good stuff. And the, the way that I know Billy is Billy was my across the street neighbor growing up my entire life in Smyrna. And him and his brothers, Ken and Eric, and he had a sister, Dora, um, they all grew up across the street from us. And we were all just like one 
you hear about it where you're all kind of playing outside and then the parents come out on the porch and say, it's time to eat. And you're like, five more minutes. And then everybody does the rolling five more minutes because you're playing kickball or whatever. We just did the craziest stuff. And when it snowed, I will never forget, they had this kind of hump in their yard. And we would all get on one of those old radio flyer sleds and there'd be like nine of us on there so we didn't stand a chance you know of making it over and we would be on this sled going through and through all the trees and stuff and and I grew up around a bunch of boys because there were a bunch of boys in my neighborhood but I was always in the middle playing kickball softball you know we would go over to the Oliver's house and I'll never forget when um remember when Evil Knievel would do the the jumps yeah but they would be on primetime tv Mm -hmm. and it'd be like Snake River Canyon and all that and we would get together and his mom would make us like hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff on the grill. And we would all pile into their basement and watch Evil Knievel, like jump over the Snake River Canyon. So great memories, um, sweet family. And I just appreciate him and his support. So thank you, Billy. Let's uh, connect and communicate. Go back and forth on social media, Twitter and Instagram at ATL Cadillac. Also, tell your smart speaker. Say, Alexa, play Cadillac Jack's podcast. And the most recent episode, My Second Act, will begin to air and, and you can play uh, you can play the playlist on that as well on Spotify Alexa Hypes on playlist yeah, absolutely is another part of this project and the letter which hits your inbox every Saturday morning around nine o'clock it's a five minute read if that I write an open every week there are pictures that complement the stories that you heard during the week alternative episode titles and I hope Carl Appen that we got Donna's wanting to mix it up in the bedroom if that's not the if that's not the title of this podcast, this episode, then we'll include that as an alt episode. Why are you why are you rolling your eyes at me? Okay. Well, we don't pick the titles, and I right. love that. We have no idea, and just like you on upload day, we have no idea what the name of the episode is going to be. Yes, Carl does a great job at that. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Three small small asks that we have of you. You can also subscribe to Candy Wagon with Officer Richie and Canine Raider, and now Hustle with Donna and Bill Rawlings, both available now at the same place you're listening to this podcast. Yes. Rate and leave five-star reviews to the pod and show our sponsors some love. They include DinnerAffair.com, DinnerAFARE.com, The Hemp Pharmacy, Wynwood Parkway in front of the Home Depot, American Made, third-party lab tested, locally owned and operated. 1-800-HEART-911 and Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. Our thanks to executive producer and curator of our Saturday morning weekly e-letter, The Letter, Mr. Carl Appen. New episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.